All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Daily Faceoff Podcast comes courtesy of the Nation Network. Here's your host, Brock Segan, with Dylan D. Berthume and Michael Biebs Bondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Season 7, Episode 11 of the Daily Faceoff Podcast. This is your host, Brock Segan, for another Monday report. It is Week 4 in the fantasy hockey season. I hope we have many 3-0 teams out there. I know in my league of record, um, sometimes, you know, being the guy that runs daily face-off comes with its perks. Sometimes it comes with its negatives. Um, and some of those negatives just happen to be that sometimes I forget to set my lineup because I'm so busy writing about who's in and who's out. I forget to change the guys who are in and who are out in my own lineup. Um, so I should be 3-0. and I'm actually 1-2. and I should be 3-0, though. I forgot to set a couple goalies on Saturday, the first two weeks of the season, and ended up dropping the two games because of if I would have started them, would have won no problem. Didn't. Lost two. But 1-2, uh, and two, got off to a nice win this, this week. So I hope you guys are doing better than me. Um, although I, my team is very, very good. So I'm not too concerned. I should be three and zero, So that should say all it needs to say. Uh, but yes, anyways, Monday report. Uh, if you didn't join me for last week's Monday report, uh, this is basically just a look at week four, a look ahead at the week that is going to be coming up, uh, talking about some of the waiver wire pickups that have emerged from last week. Um, and then some of the best streaming options for this week based on the schedule. Um, and then just a quick update for the show, uh, this week, uh, I am actually getting married on Saturday, so I am quite busy throughout the week. Uh, so I will not be doing an episode on Thursday. 
Uh, but Dylan and Biebs will be recording an episode together. I believe it's their first episode without me, so best of luck to them. Um, and I hope you guys still enjoy everything that they have to offer. Uh, probably will enjoy it more without having to listen to me talk. Um, so yeah, they're going to be recording an episode Thursday night. I will be editing it and releasing it Friday morning. Uh, so I'm not even sure what they're going to cover. You'll have to t- keep an eye out on the DFO podcast, Twitter at DFO podcast, uh, and they'll let you know everything that they're going to be talking about. So uh, I will be back here next Monday for another Monday report. That's kind of just the little daily face-off podcast update. All right, let's start with the pickups. Uh, I tried to cover a wide range of leaks, kind of trying to help all of you in a short amount of time. Uh, so I started... In, in order based on own percentage, and I'm going to start with the forwards. Uh, for pickups, I like Drake Batherson at 64% and Josh Norris at 54%. Uh, Ottawa's top line uh, is, a, is a line that I've been high on for a year, uh, you know, dating back to last season. And, and once Kachuk returned, uh, they've really taken off. Batherson had a hat-trick versus the Capitals. He now has four goals and three assists in his last four games. He's averaging 3.5 shots per game and 19.52 time on ice in those uh, four games. Naturally, Josh Norris's production is fairly uh, similar, scoring in three straight games, giving him four goals and one assist in his last three games. Uh, his shot volume is also terrific, averaging nearly three shots on goal per game. Um, and then the time on ice also super high at 19 minutes per night. So both these guys, uh, that's a line that's really, really good. Um, they're going to continue to be really good. You can pick these guys up and, and hold on to them for the duration of the season. Uh, and then they also just have a great matchup starting the week against Chicago on Monday night. The Blackhawks still searching for their first win of the season. Uh, still pretty terrible defensively. So uh, it's it, it's a nice pickup to, to get in your lineup if you can add one or both of them. Uh, get in your lineup on Monday. should get off to a hot start against a bad Blackhawks team. Uh, additionally, they do have four games this week. Um, in, in Minnesota tomorrow against Vegas on Thursday and against Tampa Bay on Saturday. So obviously not a streaming, uh, you know, streaming schedule type of week for them, but a a nice start on Monday nonetheless. And then, like I said, these are guys that you'll probably be able to hold on to, uh, for the entire season. Uh, the next one is more of a banger league pickup. Blake Coleman at 44% owned. Coleman is someone I mentioned briefly in the preseason. Uh, he was skating with Kachuk and uh, Elias Lindholm in the preseason. They moved Gaudreau up when he was suspended. That Gaudreau line has taken off. So now Blake Coleman's with um, Mikel Backlund. But they've played very well. And like I said, he he is um, he carries more value um, in banger leagues. But he... He's also been a guy who's kind of bounced between fantasy relevance um, because he is he, he carries fantasy value when his usage is right. In Tampa Bay, he was on the third line, shutdown role. He's in a similar shutdown role with the Flames, but Michael Backlund gets more ice time than your typical shutdown line. Um, so his shot volume just continues to dazzle. It's been something that we've seen from Blake Coleman in the past. He's averaging four shots per game right now. Um, so obviously, you know, with that kind of shot volume, you'd expect some, some goals to come with it. And... So I guess what I'm trying to say is that he is a target in, in basically any league at this point. But then also when you consider the fact that he's averaging 2.7 hits per game through seven games, that's where a lot of his uh, banger league value comes in as well. And just a little bit of a cherry on top. Uh, but he's on a 30-goal pace early in the season. So, um, you know, the playing time is pretty solid. I think he's averaging around 16 minutes a night on a 30-goal pace early on. So really like what I've seen from Blake Coleman early in the first couple weeks here with the Calgary Flames. 
Uh, Matt Duchesne, only 14% owned uh, for the Nashville Predators. Duchesne has been very noticeable in every Predators game that I've watched so far. Um, and it's showing, all, showing on the stat sheet as well. His usage has skyrocketed this season, averaging nearly 20 minutes a game. He's at 1941 time on ice through eight games. Uh, him and Philip Forsberg have you know basically been tied at the hip so far this season, and they've been puck possession beasts early on. They carry a 64.9 Corsi 4 percentage, which is absolutely terrific. Um, and he seems to be locked in with Forsberg. So if he if that remains the case moving forward, uh, he you know we should be able to see Duchesne get back to that 60 point production that we saw from him you know earlier in his career. So far, he has two goals, three assists in eight games, but he is shooting just 7.7%. Uh, so the goal should start pouring in. He's a career 12.5% shooter. So if he continues to average 3.3 shots per game, do not be shocked if Matt Duchesne gets back to 30 goals this season. He is only 14% owned. Uh, speaking of 14% owned, Alex Iafalo, uh, somebody that's gotten a little bit of flack from us on the podcast before, but we have talked him up as a pickup before because he gets elite usage with, with good players, uh, namely Anze Kopitar in years past. This year, it's Philip Deneau. And it turns out that it wasn't Brendan Gallagher and Thomas Tatar that were making Philip Deneau so good. He was making them good. Deneau has brought his puck possession dominant play with him to Los Angeles, and Iafalo has become his new Gallagher. Um, their Corsi 4 percentage is well above 60, and Iafalo has scored 4 goals with 2 assists to give him 6 points in his last 5 games. Uh, he's not getting the elite usage he was when he was playing with Kopitar uh, for the last few seasons, but we've seen Deneau's wingers be fantasy relevant in the past, um, even though Deneau may not be super fantasy relevant himself. His point totals don't always seem to show up the same as his line mates, but they just continue to dominate at 5v5. So this is the new uh, the new Thomas Tatar, the new Brendan Gallagher. Uh, it's Alex Iafalo right now at 14% owned. Um, and this one's more for Dynasty and Keeper Leagues, but Dawson Mercer at 2% owned is definitely worth a look in my opinion. He was selected 18th overall in 2020, had a really nice showing at the World Juniors with Canada last year, and has performed well early on in his NHL career. With Jack Hughes out, he's been thrust into a second-line role with the Devils, and his playing time seems to increase with each passing game. Uh, Hughes is expected to be out for at least five more weeks, so it seems likely that Mercer will stick with the team for the foreseeable, foreseeable future, excuse me, and maybe permanently this year. Uh, he has five points, three goals, two assists in seven games, and he's currently firing 2.4 shots per game. Uh, it's been a really strong start for the rookie who isn't getting a lot of attention because of what some of the other rookies like Lucas Raymond have done so far. So Dawson Mercer, definitely worth a look in your dynasty keeper leagues. Uh, moving to the blue line now, Evan Bouchard, 26% owned. I talked about Bouchard on last week's Monday report, but his own percentage really hasn't climbed a ton. Uh, he seems entrenched now on the top pair, which last week I was saying he is playing a little bit uh, on the top pair. Let's see if it continues, and it, it did for the entirety of last week. Uh, so yeah, he, is, he seems entrenched on the top pair with Darnell Nurse right now. He's averaging 23.55 time on ice in his last three games. He's got four points, one goal, three assists in seven games, and is averaging nearly three shots per game from the back end, which is absolutely outstanding. He is serviceable in his current role, no doubt about it. But if he ever replaces Tyson Berry on the top power play unit, he literally could become a top 10, top 12 fantasy defenseman. That power play is that good, and he's got such a good shot. He, he's, a, you know, he's a very talented young defenseman. This time on ice right now is, is outstanding. Uh, you know, we saw some some moments where somebody like Ethan Bear was even fantasy relevant just because he was playing this many minutes with Darnell Nurse. So Bouchard's much better player, much better offensively, I should say. Um, 
And yeah, he, he looks like a great pickup. So get in on right now at 26% owned. And again, speaking of 26% owned, Rasmus Anderson's another defenseman I really like right now from the Calgary Flames. He is the quarterback of the Flames' top power play unit, and that unit ranks third in the NHL right now, converting at 29.2%. Anderson so far has picked up four power play assists in eight games and six helpers total on the season. Unfortunately, he hasn't been shooting as much um, as we have been accustomed to seeing from him in the past, but that's definitely something that could bounce back, especially considering he's playing over two minutes per game, actually exactly two minutes per game more than he was last season when he set a career high um, in time on ice. So he's playing over 23 minutes a night and outstanding usage on a Flames team that is red hot right now. So if the Flames offense continues in their power play continues to click like they are right now, Anderson should be in for a monster season um, and he is widely available at the moment. And then one goalie, actually two goalies to talk about, uh, I, I I have mentioned before that I really do like what the Sabres have done early on. I, I was on them at the start of the season as a team that could, um, you know, do some decent things. I, I still don't think they're a playoff team, but they continue to play very, very well defensively. And that has made Craig Anderson, you know, worthwhile right now. Um, you know, I don't know how long this is going to last, but if you're really struggling between the pipes right now, I think that he is a fine addition. Um, you know, he he's... 33% owned. He's a 198 goals against average, a 939 save percentage. He's 40 on a team that wasn't supposed to be good, but they're playing terrific defensively right now, and he's a decent short-term add between the pipes. If we're looking more long-term, especially in dynasty and keeper leagues, Philip Gustafson of the Ottawa Senators at just 6% owned, I wouldn't typically recommend a Senators goalie, but they may have stumbled upon their number one goalie due to Matt Murray's injuries. Um, the problem is that the centers are still giving up the eighth most scoring chances against, the sixth most high danger chances against. So that is going to limit Gustafson's upside moving forward. But that really hasn't been an issue for him yet. The 23 year old second round pick from 2016 has gone 7 2 2 with a 218 goals against average and a 933 save percentage in his first career, 11 career starts with the centers. So it's not like they just suddenly got worse defensively. They've never been that good defensively, and he's played outstanding. So if he continues this run, I, he's definitely worth a look, especially in deeper leagues, especially in leagues where you're struggling between the pipes. And Matt Murray has not shown the ability to stay, be able to stay healthy for prolonged stretches of time. So Gustafson either is going to see plenty of work because Murray's out, or he's going to see plenty of work because they're trying to limit Murray's upside, or excuse me, workload. So I really like Gustafson. I really like what I've seen so far. He's looked outstanding. Um, you know, last year he had flashes where he looked brilliant. And then so far this year, he's looked great again. So I, I think gone are the days where we see Anton Forsberg being the guy that step in for Matt Murray. This is Philip Gustafson's net now, I think, uh, you know, with Matt Murray when he's healthy. So, um, Gustafson, 6% owned, definitely a dynasty league target right now. Um, all right. Streaming options for the week. Uh, a couple teams have really, really nice streaming schedules to start the week off. Chicago is one of them. They have four games Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. The perfect streaming schedule. So somebody from the Chicago Blackhawks that I'm looking at is a guy we talked about on last week's episode, Kirby Doc, 30% owned. The Blackhawks, as we mentioned, total dumpster fire right now, but at least they have Kirby Doc. He's playing 19 minutes a night. He's scored three goals with one assist in nine games so far. Uh, Patrick Kane was activated from the COVID-19 uh, protocol list this morning, could return to the lineup tonight, would expect him to be on a line with Kirby Doc, and that should help uh, provide a nice boost to Doc moving forward. So with the perfect streaming schedule this week, Doc looks like a great streaming option if you need some help down the middle. 
Uh, Monday is against the Sens, as I mentioned. Wednesday against the Hurricanes. Friday in Winnipeg. And Sunday against the Predators. So, uh, you know, the, the Hurricanes... Um, and, and the Predators, certainly two teams playing very well defensively right now. So not the greatest schedule, but still Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, you're going to be able to get Doc in your lineup uh, all four nights this week. Uh, Edmonton, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for them. Uh, so it kind of depends, you know, who's available in your league. Obviously, you know, if, if you've got Zach Hyman uh, or Yessi Puglia Yarvi available, they would clearly be the top options to stream from this team. Um, Yessi Puliyarvi is at 78% owned, so chances are pretty low that he's available in your league. Zach Hyman, 89% owned, so almost no chance that he's available. So if you're in banger leagues, I think obviously the one guy that, or a couple guys that you might want to look at are Warren Fogle and Zach uh, Cassian, they've both been uh, filling the stat sheet so far this season a little bit surprisingly maybe, but Cassian, three goals, two assists, but his 29 hits definitely is going to help in banger leagues. Uh, two goals, two assists with 13 hits for Fogel. So uh, those two guys are decent options. I would go Cassian over Fogel, but... Uh you know, if you're in a banger league, I think they're both fine options with this schedule. Um, if you're not in a banger league, I still think that maybe somebody like Kyler Yamamoto is worth a look. Uh, he has no points yet this season, which is stunning. But he's playing with Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who have both been outstanding. Obviously, a lot of their production comes on the power play, something that Yamamoto is not featured on. So that really limits his upside. But he's still seeing plenty of ice time with the two of the best for- two of the best forwards in Edmonton. So you'd imagine he gets on the score sheet eventually. Uh, but again, you know, I think Evan Bouchard is probably the top streaming option from this this team this week. You can pick up a blue liner and and fill you know throw him in your lineup Monday, Wednesday, Friday. To me, he's the top streaming option and somebody that you can hold on to, uh, you know, past this week as well. So Monday against Seattle, Wednesday against Nashville, Friday against New York uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. So if you end up picking up a Cassian or you end up picking up a uh, a Yamamoto. You know, you can drop them for a streamer this weekend as well. So uh, a nice early week streaming target, even if they don't do anything or don't do too much, it's worth a shot if you've got the roster spot. Um, All of Nashville basically is a streaming target this week. Four games for them. Uh, Tuesday at Calgary, Wednesday at Edmonton, Friday at Vancouver, and Sunday at Chicago. So because they don't play Monday um, and they don't play until Tuesday, uh, they play Tuesday on a busy night. You might want to wait to pick these guys up until maybe Wednesday when they play in Edmonton. Edmonton, obviously a team that you know can still give up some goals. They've been better this year, but then Friday in Vancouver and Sunday in Chicago, it does not get any better than that. So I would try to get ahead of the trend here, pick them up maybe Wednesday, Tuesday night perhaps. So you've got them for three games this week. Uh, Matt Duchesne, who I mentioned at the top 14% own would be my top pick from the team, but Mikel Granlin, who's centers that line with Forsberg and Duchesne is only 10% owned. He'd be fine as well. You've got Ryan Johansson at 11%, Ely Tolvanen at 12%. Those two play together on the second line with Luke Cunning. Uh, so yeah, all four of them look pretty decent. Um, as far as the blue line goes, you really aren't going to have a ton of options because um, basically Roman Yossi is the only one worth owning. And then when it comes to the goaltender, I don't think you're going to want to stream uh, whoever gets that start, whether David Riddick returns or not. Um, I don't think you're going to want to stream 
whoever starts against the Flames or the Oilers early in the week. So I stay away from that. But yeah, Wednesday in Edmonton, Friday in Vancouver, Sunday in Chicago. Terrific, terrific schedule for these uh, these Predators this week. So uh, get them in, in your lineups if you can. Uh, and then Brandon Saad, 11% on left wing, right wing eligible for the Blues. Uh, he missed the last four games in COVID-19 protocol, but the last game that he missed over the weekend, he was actually activated from the protocol list before the game. Uh, they just kept him out just so he could get back up to speed. Uh, but So he should return for all three of their games this weekend, should be back in a top six role with some power play usage as well. Hopefully for his sake, Ryan O'Reilly's back from the COVID protocol list as well, so they can play together on that top line, uh, where he had one goal, one assist in the first three games before landing on that protocol list. Uh, they do have a solid schedule this week with a trip to California on the schedule. Uh, Wednesday, they're in LA. Thursday in San Jose, so not great, obviously, if, if you can't use them on Thursday, no biggie, but then Sunday in Anaheim. So you should be able to get two games out of a streaming option with Brandon Saad. This week, I mean, there is some other options in St. Louis. Uh, they're just, you know, more heavily owned, so I kind of just stayed away from them. But, like, Jordan Cairo's fine at 59%. He's got eight, nine points already on the season. Um, I would wait and see how the lines shake out, but Ivan Barbashev at 23%. Um, if you're in a banger league, too, he's decent. He's been playing with Robert Thomas and Vlad Tarasenko, which their line has been red hot right now. Um, so I would imagine even with Saad and maybe O'Reilly back that they won't break that line up. Some other guys like James Neal will get demoted um, ahead of him. So he's somebody worth keeping an eye on at 23% as well. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it for the, the streaming targets this week. Uh, I guess I cannot make it. I was just about done. I cannot make it a full episode without a text message or WhatsApp message coming in. Um, I guess the one other streaming target to mention from the Blues would potentially be Vili Huso. Uh, Huso has not played well in the NHL Um you know, prior to this year, posted a shutout in his first start of the season. Um, then he's either going to start Wednesday in LA or Thursday in San Jose. So, um, you know, neither one of those matchups have been particularly great this year, but neither one has been terrible either. So, uh, if you're really desperate, Vili Huso looks like somebody that you could pick up and stream uh, in the crease during uh, the middle of the week. So, that is going to do it for today's daily face-off podcast, the Monday Report. I'm your host, Brock Segan. Please, please enjoy uh, Dylan and Biebs' episode later in the week, and I cannot wait to return to the mic next Monday. And please, if you could, uh, you know, give us a five-star review on, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Say something nice about us because, obviously, uh, you know, we love bringing these these podcasts to you, but we'd love to see more numbers on the podcast as well. And the higher we rank on those charts, the more people that will find us. So please, if, you, if you've got something nice to say about us, please, please uh, put that in the comment section. Uh, and then obviously, I hope that a lot of our early season audio issues have been eradicated. I feel like the production value has been much higher. Uh, you know, we shook off the, the COVID cobwebs and seemed to be back at it. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the Monday Report. Um, and like I said, we'll have another episode coming out with Dylan Beebs on Friday, and I will see you guys back here next Monday. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great one. Talk to you guys after. Oh, and for Dylan, peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.